Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. We're starting a new series. All I want for Christmas is. And before we dig into that verse... I'm wondering if you've ever looked at a picture and wondered, what on earth is that? And we got a couple, like this. What do you think that is? Rhubarb? Somebody said rhubarb. Okay. What else do you think? Celery? No, not celery. No. Yeah, it's not Avon's favorite food. No, it's not his. That's coffee. Coffee. Let's try another one. What do you think that one is? Looks like marshmallows. Okay, what? That's not it? Ah, looks like the ingredients for s'mores. But it's not. It's salt and pepper. That's salt and pepper. Okay, one more. Now, this one's weird. Isn't that look creepy? What do you think that is? Oysters. <laughs> no. Not oysters. What do you think it is? No, not a potato. That's a cat's tongue. Ah! You know those cute little cuddly things with the little... I'm not so sure I'm going to let a cat lick me again. Um, (laughs) But that's what that is. That's what that is. And we, we didn't recognize any of those pictures... Because those are all magnifications of each of those items. They're under a microscope. And you know what? Quite often, it's the same thing in our lives. It's the same thing when we don't see things the way God does. Hmm. Christmas is coming. How do you see that? Family getting together. Beautiful Christmas decorations. Parties. Getting gifts, giving gifts. All those things, they're good and lovely. But they're not the right perspective, are they? No, they're not. They're all good in the right spot, but they're not the right perspective. Christmas is about Jesus coming, isn't it? It is. But sometimes we can even get that part messed up. Let's go to our verse. Matthew 1, 23. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel which means God with us. It's that last part that I think sometimes we get messed up. Emmanuel is God with us. And I think that with us sometimes gets changed to with me. God with me. God with my family. God with my friends. God with my church. 
But it's not the correct perspective of that. And to find the correct perspective, we're going to turn to Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 17. Now that's one we don't go to very often. See, I was nice. I didn't make that the one you had to look up first thing, right? If you get yourself to Psalms, if you have your Bible, keep going. Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations. Then we land in Ezekiel. Okay, so Ezekiel 17. And we're going to read verses 22 and 23. This is what the sovereign Lord says. I myself will take a shoot from the very top of a cedar and plant it. I will break off a tender sprig from its topmost shoots and plant it on a high and lofty mountain. On the mountain heights of Israel, I will plant it. It will produce branches and bear fruit and become a splendid cedar. Birds of every kind will nest in it. They will find shelter in the shade of its branches. Well, that's not a typical Christmas passage, is it? It's not one we hear. But when we look at this closely, we're going to see that it is that it is just that, and that it really gives us the explanation of what Emmanuel is. I will take a shoot from the very top of the cedar. That shoot was Jesus. God, God himself, from the top of the top, the best of the best, planted, planted here on earth, to be with us. But it didn't end just with that, did it? It says here, I will plant it, it will produce branches and bear fruit and become a splendid cedar. He did that. His ministry was pretty amazing, wasn't it? Some of the things that he did, But that wasn't the best part. He died and he rose again. That's the best part. And what did that do? That was the branches. Birds of every kind will nest in it and they will find shelter and shade in its branches. Jesus coming, dying, rising again, brought that place, that place where we can live, that place where we find safety. But look there. What does it say? Does it say some birds? Just a few random birds? No. Birds of every kind. Every bird. All people. That's what Emmanuel means. It means God with us, God with everyone. And when we don't see Christmas from God's perspective, Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us, with everyone. It messes up the celebration. 
it makes it kind of small, doesn't it? It's huge. It's a big deal. Joy to the world. We sang that today. The Lord has come. The angels celebrated Emmanuel. Luke 1.24 says, they sang glory to God in the highest. God with us. Emmanuel. It's a reason to celebrate. And we need to celebrate it. We need to shout it like the angels. We need to tell everybody like the shepherds did. It's good news. We need to shout it. We need to tell our co-workers. We need to tell the people that we rub shoulders with at the store. I know that sounds weird, but it's true. How else we meet people? Right? People we go to school with. People that live on our streets. People we meet in the park. Wherever it is. Why are we so timid? And I'm with you here. Please, no. Why? Why are we timid? What keeps us from doing that? I think part of it is, it's because our perspective has gone wrong. We've tweaked Emmanuel to God with me, God with my friends and family, God with my church. And while we're thinking all we want for Christmas is to be with our family and our friends and have some nice decorations and have a celebration to, to commemorate Jesus, people in our community and our nation are thinking, all I want for Christmas, some groceries. All I want for Christmas is some heat. All I want for Christmas is some shelter. Or maybe it's as simple as all I want for Christmas it's just a tiny bit of money to go buy something special for that little child that I adore or for that person that means so much to me. People in our world are thinking that all they want for Christmas is a meal. Or maybe all they want for Christmas is a shoebox for their kid because it's the only gifts that they'll get for the entire year. And that there's other stuff in that shoebox that's going to help that child because it's more than just little toys that go into those boxes, isn't it? And for some people in our world, they're thinking, all I want for Christmas are the bombs to stop. All I want for Christmas is for the shootings to end. Our perspective has to be bigger. 
It has to be Emmanuel, God with us. Not me, my friends, my family, my church. It's every bird. Everyone. About 20 years ago, someone I went to high school with went through a very hard year. She was married and she had a few kids. And no fault of her husband, but every time he had a job, there was a layoff. It wasn't that he wasn't a good worker. It just seemed everywhere he landed, something happened with that company. And because he was one of the last ones employed, he was obviously one of the first ones to go, right? And it happened over and over and over again. And they got to November, and they thought, oh, yay, he's got a job. We're good. And then, bam, end of November, gone again. Gone again. I didn't know what happened next until the day before my dad's funeral. She came and she told me this story. She said that my dad showed up. He knew what had happened. He, he knew what was happening in the community. And instead of making a big deal out of it, he quietly went to the grocery store. Things weren't great for them either, but he put together a few things. A few things that would give them a meal for Christmas and a few things for breakfast. And he dropped it off and gave them just a few dollars to put some gas in the tank and to buy just one thing for each of the kids. And as he handed it to them, he said, Sorry. As he handed it to them, he said, we're supposed to celebrate. We're supposed to celebrate because Jesus came. And Jesus loves you. And he came that we would have life, all of us. So you need to celebrate as a family. You need to celebrate that. And it wasn't a quick thing. They didn't immediately go, oh, that's wonderful, and I'm going to get on board with God. But she told me that that, that act of love, coupled with his words, his genuine words, set them on a path to start searching for God again. And eventually they came to him again. So don't, don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean that we don't give gifts, that we don't go to parties, that we don't get together with our family and friends. It doesn't mean that. But it means that we have to make sure that we keep the right perspective of Emmanuel. 
God with us. We can't let our perspective shift. We must see the people. We must see that God came for everyone in our community, in our nation, and in our world. Not just the ones that are closely connected to us. When we have the right perspective, some things are going to change. Our hearts are going to change. We're going to be filled with gratitude. And out of that gratitude will come a radical generosity. A generosity that will bring us to a place where we see a need, we do something about it. Instead of seeing the need and saying, well, somebody should do something. Do you see what's going on over there? So maybe, maybe that is filling a food box, helping with that. Maybe it is helping with the wrap-up or giving money for the wrap-up if you can't be here. But maybe it's seeing that neighbor, that coworker, that stranger who you can tell is in need and having the courage to talk to them, to sit down and say, what's going on? And then stepping in in some way to help. And then telling them what Emmanuel is. Christmas is God with us. Because when we get it right, when we see Christmas from God's perspective, we understand. We understand that it is about us and it's not about Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey to become down-to-earth people following Jesus in down-to-earth ways.